motherfucker. She take pain, man. You feel me? The boss. I need to smoke me one of this shit. Yeah. You nigga know what it took me to get here. I've been grinding hard before this year. I've been grinding hard like six years. Yeah, I'm walking down, nigga got six gears. Got a squeeze drunk, man. I'm talking six beers. Sharper than a motherfucker like six beers. Woke up this morning like goddamn. Nigga talking about stress, I don't goddamn. Do you know how many times I could have got jammed? Nigga working in the drop when they ain't hell yam. Swear got behind the nigga, but they went around. Working out the rental car when I'm in your town. Back home, SS got the water down. Nigga playing both sides, boy. What's up, y'all? You know what I'm saying? This mood. Uh, you win this motherfucker. Uh, I ain't about to. It's just me. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. It's just me today. It's me, sound man. Tunji in the background. You hear me? Omatic trying to get the motherfucking game on the TV because it's March Madness. And it's a little epic fail, but he going to get it going. Why? Because he's an AV kid. And that's what he does. AV kid, baby. We're going to get that shit together. That's what it is And so We're gonna sit back You know what I'm saying Settle in Cause I'm here to tell y'all a story You know what I'm saying It's all me It's just all me man We're gonna sit back And we're gonna Get comfortable You're gonna get to know me today It's just moot So you just gonna have to get to know me We're gonna talk about life a little bit Early childhood Growth pains Trials, tribulations A little bit of North Carolina the rebirth, all that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? What's to come? All that slim. You know what I'm saying? We can be, you know what I'm saying? Niggas lit. So it's just like, settle in. But first and foremost, we're going to talk about what we're doing here, what we got presented to you, who brought here, who gave me this platform to even get y'all this message. You know what I'm saying? The Hazy Thoughts, High Codes, Conglomerate. Shout out to the CEO, Charles. Shout out Sound Man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ism, because that's basically what it is. It's an experience for real. You got to pull up and fuck with us. We got some things coming up. But if you just catch us out, you know what I'm saying? Vibe out with us, man. If we, if we bar hopping, we, if you catch us at the gym, you smoking, you want to hit the J, we might say, yeah, you never know. Depends how we feel that night or how much pack we got for real, for real. But you know what I'm saying? But it's uh, three humble guys, you know what I'm saying? Different walks in life. Eventually, we came together and made a business, which is pretty lit because it's just like in some way we always talked about building something and creating a business. And it's just like we actually did that shit and now we're doing it three years strong. So, shout out to these two guys that I got in my corner, man. Supomatic, he's back behind the, the jump, you know what I'm saying? The jump on the jump, huh? Okay. Okay, we situated. Me and Tune in this joint sipping a good old J-Mo. I think O'Maddox pulled up. He said, you situated? All right, he's situated. The Sin Juice, Sin, Sin Juice is here, ladies and gentlemen. Sinnerswanted.com. If you have not seen Sinners Wanted, it's probably too late now. You know what I'm saying? Stamp, Sinners 4L, dog. T-shirt near you. Coming soon. Coming soon. Hope I don't get too drunk while I'm recording this. People may get, well, certain persons want to get upset, but fuck it. You gotta keep it a buck. But yeah. <laughs> hey, man, pull up. It's it, man. You know what I'm saying? Just an Andrew on the County nigga, man. Oh, yeah, this is where the story begins, man. Just a little nigga from Andrew on the County, Bob. Real life. Not born and bred, but I was born there, though. You know what I'm saying? 
And I was one of them niggas at my grandma's house, PG County, every weekend type shit. To play sports, though, I wasn't chilling to get, like, I don't know what these kids do. But, yeah, I was out there playing for Glenard. And, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Terry Goodwin. You know what I'm saying? Lance from Mayhee. My nigga Speedy. Nigga, uh, nigga Tim. Nigga Kayvon Barnes. Nigga Stefan Diggs. Shamarco Jackson. Missing some niggas. Coach D. Shout out to D, man. Good man. Darius Graves. Shout out to Lil Reese, man. Good man. Glenn Oz. What's up with y'all, man? Good on. What's it? Out there playing football and shit with them niggas, basketball and shit. I mean, I eventually migrate from there, transition to the motherfucking Kenmore. That was crazy. It was just like culture shock. Like, I was used to dealing with black people, like niggas, but then like going to school with them, dealing with them day to day type shit. It's just like, oh yeah, this shit different. And then it's just like, you know what I'm saying? The transition was crazy. It's like, wow, like, because the class is different. It's just like staying bigger classes and all that other wild shit that the gentrifiers talk about when they talk about people coming into their communities and all that. So when I eventually got to PG County, like, I was just like, wow. And I ain't, like, I ain't jumped to Kenmore, though. Like, I was at motherfucking Fourth Elementary. That shit was slight. You know what I'm saying? Got in a couple fights first day because it was just like, oh, yeah, you the new kid. It is what it is. I was also chunky, so niggas told me I had titties and shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit was wild. Niggas, I had titties, mo. Like, that's very wild to fathom at this point in life because I don't have a chest. You know what I'm saying? So I went from titties to no chest. Like, I'm a bad bitch, but we're going to keep it going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I said it. I said it. You got something to say on my You hear me? Bad, bad bitches link up, son. It's okay. That's why you my man. You know what I'm saying? Don't take offense next time I say it now, okay? Hey, all right. Pink, pinky, yeah. Hear me? But yeah, back, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying? Get to Kenmore. Went to school with this niggas I just named for real, for real earlier. Glennon niggas. Oh, matter of fact, fast back. Let me backtrack right quick. Shout out to Primo Rice, my nigga Richard. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we met. We met at motherfucking Four Foot Elementary. You know what I'm saying? And then we reunited like last year. Saw this nigga at my job randomly, tied in. Good peoples, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Primo. But yeah, y'all go listen to him. Apple Music, all that. But yeah, so back to the Kenmore days, you know what I'm saying? All that. That's when I'm with the niggas I'm going through, culture shock. You know what I'm saying? Every day dealing with these niggas and all that. So it's just like, okay, cool. And it's a different type of like interaction now because it's like niggas not in middle like in elementary school no more it's in middle school niggas is just like acting like niggas think they grown people doing different shit bitches sucking dick under the hole under the stairwell you know what i'm saying niggas niggas fighting and shit you know what i'm saying sucking dick <laughs> under the stairwell bruh that's a fact, bro. I was in seventh grade, little eighth grade. John was going in under the stairwell one day, Slim. Shit was vicious at Kimmore. Like, <laughs> it was vicious. Yeah, seventh grade. Like, I wasn't in line, but it is what it is. And so, uh, you know what I'm saying? Niggas in that joint. Just just seeing what, what Glenarden and Landover and 
the greater Landover area had to offer at that age, I was just like, wow, this shit lit. So it was just like, okay, this is what the fast girls and what quote-unquote fast girls and all that shit was about. And then it's like settling. It's just like, okay. And then it's like you become, not become, but you adapt. You know what I'm saying? And throughout this whole story I'm about to tell you, it was just about adapting and then like patience and growth because that's basically what I've learned throughout my life because it's just like it is what it is. And so uh, I'm going to say that a lot throughout this episode because like that's just how I've gotten through a lot of shit that I'm going to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like if I didn't have that mentality, it's just like who knows where I would be mentally or emotionally. You know what I'm saying? And who knows, man? People may say I have trauma because of that and then all this other stuff. But you know what I'm saying? If you feel that way, holla at me. We can talk about it. But yeah. <clears throat> And so we get to Kim Moe, Gray, all that shit. That shit's lit. And then we get to high school. Man. Charles Herbert Flowers High School. My nigga. When I tell you this is when slime, for real, for real, began, it began. Because ninth grade, nigga, I felt like I skipped more than I attended school. Somehow I passed until. I passed the grade. You know what I'm saying? Ninth grade, we're gonna go through ninth grade right quick. What I do in ninth grade? I met my nigga P in ninth grade in art class. Shout out to Smoke, Mr. Gray. You know what I'm saying? Met the good man P. You know what I'm saying? Niggas from like Mike Anderson. Going to, met him, met back up with him randomly. You know what I'm saying? Uh what else happened in ninth grade? It, man, that shit was just wild. Ninth grade was just wild. And very long ago, smoked a lot of weed. Don't remember too much about it. Um, shout out my nigga Mouse, though. Met this nigga Devin Boston in the ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? Quiet nigga. Shout out to Mouse. Then we get the uh, what's happening in ninth grade. Uh, uh, ninth grade, Pops left. Yeah, this story's gonna take some turns, man. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I'm just telling you life. You know what I'm saying? It's a part of the story. Get with it. Pops left. Uh, this is really when growth started. Pops left. Me and mom's. That was the first, first eviction. Yeah, that shit was uh, different. Waking up, supposed to go to school, other niggas outside. Like, hey, you gotta get the fuck so we can take your shit outside with you. And I was just like, kill Mo. Well, I guess I'm not going to school today. That shit was funny. It was a little funny to me, though, because it was just like, I ain't never seen no notice, but hey, it is what it is. I'm a child. I stay in a child's place. So it was just like, hey, that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Miss a day of school. Go to school the next day. Shout out to Miss Tawana. You know what I'm saying? She let me and moms crash for a bit. Let me finish the school year. Her jump for a little bit around uh, Mitchellville Plaza. Houses behind that jump. Told you I'm a nomad by trade, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of moving. So, over that jump. And we just cool in there. Running, uh, got cool with Jasmine Washington around that jump. Good man. Knew her through my cousin, Jose. Free that nigga. He's locked right now. That's just crazy. Different story. So, uh, we just uh, running Jasmine Washington. I was like, oh, shit. What's up, Jasmine? You know what I'm saying? Get cool with her. Everybody else around there, Tiana. Her brother, Magic. Uh... Sean Bill, his little brother, KD's little cousin, who I didn't know was his cousin, Khalil, at the time. That was my little nigga around there. Uh, 
met some other fools around there. Good men around that gym, man. Shout out to them. Ungalays, randomly. Right, met the Ungalays around there. Uh, LD, you know what I'm saying? All the rich shooters and all them. Well, they weren't rich, rich shooters back then, but, you know what I'm saying? They were, they're rich they're rich shooters affiliates now, so. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to LD, his older brother Desmond, older cousin Dre, all them. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, them niggas was cool, man. Moved around there. Them niggas was just like, oh, yeah, you good money. And well, not good money because it wasn't no hood shit. I was never in the streets. So it was just like, yeah, I'm going to clear that up. But it was just like, they, they fucked with me, though, because it's like, it's different when you just move in. It's just like, first day, it's just like, oh, yeah. You know, if you fuck, it's just like, all right, you cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? They fucked with me. And it was cool. Because I never hung with niggas like my age. I always hung with niggas that was older than me for some odd reason. When it comes to males, that anyway. Other than, like, the niggas that you see me in pictures with and shit like that now to the day. It's just like, nah, I don't, I don't really fuck with too many guys. But, uh, yeah. Finish ninth grade, go to 10th grade. Um, shout out to Mimi and Frank Lynch, man. You know what I'm saying? Frank Lynch, they, let me, they took me in 10th grade. Uh, shout out to Tish, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to shout her out a couple times in life because it's just like, it wasn't her fault why we got evicted. Never blame my mom. Had a conversation with a few people about that, and it's just like, no, man. It was my father's fault, nigga. Did some Bama shit. Ducked off with the, yeah, with the years, so. It is what it is. And it's just like, you know, couldn't blame mom. She did what she had to do. Wasn't living with my mom during the whole 10th grade year. That was different. Fucked with me in a different way. Somehow I still had school, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's why y'all can't blame a lot. Don't judge a lot of kids, man, because you never know what they going through. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be wild and they dread grades be slipping. You never know what they doing. They acting out and shit, you know what I'm saying? I was, just, I was a wild nigga, like not going to class and shit. Niggas can't think about class, bro. There's real life shit going on. And it's wild that you're a child and you actually have to sit down and like, fathom that a child is going through this but it's just like hey bro like it's real life my nigga like niggas do it but tish, tish had a nigga shop man made sure his nigga uniforms was clean you know what i'm saying polos was pressed pants was pleated you know what i'm saying creased up you know what i mean not pleated but creased up you know what i'm saying had a nigga sharp you know what i mean yeah nigga was nigga was clean had the new shoes on you know what i'm saying all that she always had a nigga good so you know what i'm saying i made the struggle look beautiful throughout high school so you know what i'm saying and i adapted to it you know what i'm saying a lot of times niggas might not have had lunch money fuck it i'm gonna find a way to get money to get lunch so it's just like don't even worry about it just we good over here you know what i'm saying but yeah shout out to mimi and frank lynch that was a struggle uh, living with a gay man. Well, I can say that now, but I couldn't say that back then. But a lot of niggas suspected it, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I let that man rock because I wasn't my story. That's not my life, you know what I'm saying? So I let him tell what he got to tell. But, um, so it's just like, yeah, that was my man, though, because he opened up his home to me. His mother opened up his home to me. They let me stay there, let me do my homework there, felt safe there and all that. Shout out to Big Frank, too. Big man, he's a real nigga. Shout out to Holden's family, for real. From Nana to uh, Cricket, Hannibal, Bianca, you know what I'm saying? On staff, everybody, man, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they held a nigga down for real. They still fuck with the kids, so that's love, you know what I'm saying? Always. And then, um, 10th grade was smooth, though. 10th grade was real smooth. And then, uh, get to 11th grade, niggas moved to Kentland, reunite with moms. That shit was lit. Lit. Cause I'm back around the way, you know what I'm saying? Catching the metro, doing stuff, busting jugs, smoking gas. That's when it starts. Amen. And 
then um and I started seeing shit different, you know what I'm saying? Because even though I was, like, in Kenland, like, the shit was just wild because the house we was in, like, niggas waking up with roaches in their cereal and uh, motherfucking water, hot water might be cut off and all that shit. Just to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, niggas that die, bro. Like, take advantage of what you got, homes. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Because shit be gone. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it's life, though. You know what I'm saying? And that shit just helped me adapt, man. Along the way, I never really lost sanity, neither. Because it's just like, like I said, I always met these guys along the way. You know what I'm saying? I met Toonji in 10th grade and Mr. Robot class, good computer blicky. You know what I'm saying? Home row. You know what I'm saying? He used to pull up at the locker. You see your shit popping at the locker. Ain't gonna speak too much about the locker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, son. Tunji know about the hey, Tune. Locker was lit. Yeah, Locker used to decide if we going to class or not. Cause I had to go get the book, and then I'd be like, hey. And then people used to come by the locker and they used to be like, kill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What we, what, what we doing? But yeah, get back to eleventh grade though. Eleventh grade was lit though, cause I feel like. That's when everything started coming together. This nigga Charles, you know what I'm saying, pulled up. Nigga, me and Omatic started skipping class together. Nigga. <laughs> that shit was lit. Me and Omatic started smoking. Omatic was the first one to start rolling weed, ladies and gentlemen. First one to start rolling weed out of the isms. Like, uh, you know, homage. Homage. I got you, bro. Right there. I was there. I was there. I was in the backseat using the passenger at your jump. You know what I'm saying? At the dungeon. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sule. Niggas was getting it in crazy. 11th grade. This nigga on Maddox used to sneak out with the shower on. Used to leave his shower on. <laughs> Music. <laughs> sneak out the back door in the basement. To come smoke with his friends. If that's not dedication, I don't know what that is, bro. Shit, mom, hip. Yeah, she was hip, though. This nigga used to come home and be like, hey, bro, my shower's cut off, music's off, TV off. I'm just like, wow. Mom sharp at this point. He was like, yeah. It was crazy. And then, uh... (laughs) It's wild. We were really children. And then, like, <laughs> big, children. big children, dog. Like, crazy children. Yeah, living life, though. Then some, Brook Y'all Red. Shout out to Brook Y'all Red, mo. Yeah, pray for Brook Y'all Red as well. But shout out to him. At this point in time, shout out to Brook Y'all Red. Because he was, he had a car. He would drop random amounts of money on weed. Think just to have friends for real. <laughs> Looking back at it, nah, man. <laughs> Can we be honest? But nah, that's my man. But I mean, it was my man. I can't really say it is because I ain't spoke to him in a while. But it's all love, though. You know what I'm saying? Pray for Brooke y'all red, though, man. That shit crazy. Please pray for book y'all read, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
Exactly. Yeah, put him in a prayer circle at the jump. You know what I'm saying? No matter what religion you practice, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate all blessings, prayers, however they form and come. And please. Nah, y'all lost by y'all lost by two, bro. 69, 67. Wow. Yeah. I was not about to let this UMD in. God damn. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at the TV when I said it, though. That's the kid. The update just came. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man. So, 11th grade, can't land. Oh, yeah, back to the, all that shit. Sad roaches, cereal, all that other shit. Hot water. May not be on blah blah blah. So it's just like, yeah, man. And then twelfth grade comes around. Me and mom's and then New Carlton. We turn that to the traps party. Yeah. We in that thing. So we in twelfth grade, get the new Carlton jump, you know what I'm saying? That shit was lit in that jump. Um Just cooling, man. I thought things were about to be looking looking forward. I was just like, "Why, oh, bet like foundation type shit?" Because that's one thing I like was missing from the time I left and on the county. Just like, "Oh, I foundation niggas needed that," and so just like niggas ain't have it though. So just like, what the fuck, I'm just fumbling, stumbling. But it's just like, hey, it is what it is. And I missed a lot along the way because it's just like I was so busy on. Just like day to day survival, I guess you could say. Like just trying to see where my next meal's coming from. Got to catch two, three buses to get to school in eleventh grade. Um, shit was wild. So it was just like, hey, metro buses and shit. So it was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And twelfth grade is just like, well, alright. Me and mom's figured it out because eleventh grade had the internship at an engineering firm. I was just like, oh, alright, bet. This shit could be all right. This could be a chill work path. You know what I'm saying? 12th grade had, uh, I believe I had one of them history classes. African-American history, I believe I had. And that's when I was just like, all right, this shit lit. And I wanted to be like, that's what inspired me to be like a history teacher. But I'm going to get into that a little later as well. And so I was just like, oh, I bet. So... This is cool. Like, niggas actually figuring out life a little bit in 12th grade. It's like, okay, grades grades are better. You know what I'm saying? Higher than what they were. Better than just, like, passing shit. Like, niggas actually putting in effort. And it's just like, okay. Showing a little effort potential. And then, uh... Shit happens again. You know what I'm saying? Towards, like, the end of 12th grade. And it's just like, kill. Start regressing. You know what I'm saying? At home anyway. And it's just like, wow, it's just happening all over again. But it's like a slower rate or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Once again, shout out to Tish, bro, doing what she got to do. You know what I'm saying? For as long as she could anyway. And then niggas walk. You know what I'm saying? Got to pay senior dues. My mom didn't pay my senior dues either. I don't know how I got the money, but somehow I scraped the money up to pay my senior dues. Like I was not about to worry her about senior dues. Yeah, bro. Like, and then I had books and shit that I didn't return in, so that pounded up. So somehow I had three hundred and fifty dollars that was able to pay, and I scraped that bread up. 
You know what I'm saying? For senior dudes. That shit was lit. Because I don't know how I did it. Still don't remember. And then um, went to prom. My mother paid for the rental of my tuxedo. I paid for the party bus that me and my date took. And all the extra stuff, the hotel and the weed and the and the bottles and shit that we had. Shout out to P's cousin, Mo. Because she looked out. Like, she got the hotel. And then went and took us and got the bottles and shit. Like, that shit was Letitia. No, that, I'm lying. That was for his birthday. That was a whole nother event. I'm burnt. <laughs> Who the fuck got us the room for? Who got us the Helix jump? That was very lit. I remember prom. I remember going to room. And the whole kill is if Charles was here, he wouldn't know either. Because he was drunk as shit. Very proud. Sprint out of this bitch. Very tough. Really, my recollection is fine. We're going to get into prom night. Because prom night was wild. Shout out to Darren. It was a great <laughs> prom date. Wow. Great red dress. I hope I do not regret Telling you to pull up. She yanked me by my tie for one dance. One dance. <laughs> hey, son. <laughs> one dance. You remember the song? No, nah, I can tell you what the last song they played at prom was, though. I do not recall the last song. Motherfucking uh, falsetto. I was not. Oh, I was there for that. Last song. Nigga said, yeah, it was the last jump. Played the falsetto. <laughs> That joint went in. I was like, all right, come here real quick. Nigga said, come in real quick, son. Little C apostrophe M E R E joint. Come in, yeah. I need that. Little grind jam. Yeah. Hey, little pretty riggy jam. Little pelvis jam. Yeah, little thrust. Little thrust. <laughs> little thrust. <laughs> little thrust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, yeah, so I remember Prom for real, man. Shout out to her. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, the after shit was crazy too. Shout out to her again for <laughs> coming through. What an amazing. I don't even remember after Prom. I remember going to get some backwoods. Coming bike. I just remember being in the hotel. I don't remember doing shit there. No niggas was being all right, fried. So this all right, so prom. So like I said, the whole prom shit, you know what I'm saying? Pay my senior dues, no mom help, you know what I'm saying? All that, all that. And then so prom comes, boom. I don't remember who gets us the room at the Helix Hotel. That The Helix Hotel is also no longer a thing. Right you know, away. ever since then, I've been like, yo, what was the name of this hotel? Yeah. I didn't know it was called the Helix. But yeah, it's like it's one of them little, so. it's one of them little boutique jumps. It was one of them little boutique jumps. I remember where it's at, though. Like, right there off Massachusetts. Yeah, I pass over there all the time. Yeah. I just didn't know. But it's just like, yeah. So I forget who gets us the room, so... Me and Chuck, we go get our... I get my hair cut, come back home. This nigga Chuck meets me at my house. We go drop off everything at the hotel, like all the all the fun stuff, as we say. And then 
we get back home, take showers, get dressed, um, like individually or whatever, and then like we go, you know what I'm saying, meet our dates, and then we're on the way. So I'm texting Charles to see where the fuck he is, because I was trying to see like where his car was going to be at after prom, but no text back, so I'm just like, all right, cool. But he's tweeting, though. I'm just like, all right. Talking about how drunk he is. I'm like, okay, Charles is fucking gone. And so Charles texts me back, says some gibberish and text message. I'm just like, and Coon, I knew what he meant. So I'm just like, all right, bet. Charles is drunk. Car's not going to be downtown. Say less. Fast forward, we get the prom. All of us get there at the same time randomly. Or at least me, Omatic, and Charles do at least. Because those were like the first two people I saw when I get there. Take dates with my prom. Take pictures with my prom date. We scatter. Who was your prom date? Uh, Noelle Smith. Shout out to Noelle Smith. You know what I'm saying? She's forgot. Sorry. Oh no, you good. Shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to Noelle Smith. And then um, I had some prom dates I could have had though. We're not gonna talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, but I had some. <laughs> Tell out to me. Told you was at our prom? Nah, he knew. Nah, he come. Uh, I know, but you still Miles you sneak in. That's what I'm saying. This nigga Miles. Just a class of 2011 ass nigga. Wax. Um, <laughs> nah. Is, is it was it yay? Okay. okay. Yeah, she no longer that. wears them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pull it up, guy. It was a grand old time. Yeah, it, it was. Oh, well, no, he's a real one for sticking with 11, but... And then, so... All right, so we get the prom. I see how drunk Charles really is, and I'm just like, holy shit. That was very sober. Slim. I was high. Like... But I didn't know Charles was drunk. But Charles, I feel like Charles had the blicky on him, though. I feel like he had the jump. Like, I feel like he had a, some, a sippy jump tuck or something. Charles was wild. He was very sober. And so we just, and I feel like his date was mad at him for being so soft. Messy. So. I ran for prom king. You ran for prom king. <laughs> no. Nah. More and one, you know, science and tech bias. Oh, he won. Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Man. Science and tech bias. Fuck flowers. Wow, I want home. I want homecoming court. Uh, freshman year. Shout out to you. Forgot all about that. I didn't give a shit about it about that time of life. I didn't either. I, didn't. I think I was probably fried one I, day. I was just like, let me run for homecoming, King. And I supported it. Yeah, we had a band behind us. It is what it is. Fuck them. Wow, bro. Why so? Why so? That fuck was like fuck the from voters. the soul. Fuck the voters. I voted for you. <laughs> God damn. Hey, shout out to Ward. That's my guy, though. Ward is so great because you just see this nigga randomly where you never think you're going to see this nigga. And he's only there for like two minutes. No, that's a fact. And then he's gone. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about to leave. I'm like, like even if you're in another state. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about to leave. Like, God damn. We just got here, bro. What <laughs> the fuck? All right. I'll let you. Good man, nonetheless, bro. But fuck that. I ran. <laughs> fuck science and tech. So after prom. There you go. 
Charles approaches me after they play falsetto. Tell me. <laughs> One last day. Charles approaches me and is just like, hey, Sule going to take you back to my car. I need you to drive my car back to the hotel. I don't have a learner's permit. I don't have any form of identification at the time to be driving, yet alone to be a citizen of the state of Maryland. But yet, I said, okay. Sule took me to get Charles's car, and I drove Charles's car to D.C. I also raced Sule bike to D.C., Charles had just like a little Isuzu Suzuki joint too. Like the motherfucker only had 80 on the dash. 80. I just feel like I was a part of something of this because I don't think I went. I don't know where I went. You after. were asleep in the back seat. I'm about to say. You were sleeping in the back seat. Because I know I did Charles not go car, straight to and the car. Me and Brooke Yarbrough were smoking the entire ride. No, I did not go straight to the hotel <laughs> after that. I know I was a part of something. My memory's trash, though. <laughs> nah, dead ass. Because, like, we were smoking trash. like shit in Sule's car on the way to get Charles's car. So by the time we got to Charles's car, Brooke had, like, two J's rolled. Because, you know, Brooke used to just have J's rolled and tucked. Tucked. Yeah, so. Tucked. And so we getting, we getting, ultimate nah, dead ass, tucked, like, bro. ultimate tuck. I don't know where. So I, like, I, as soon as I start the car and I'm driving and we get on 50, this nigga Brooke Boom. just lights a J. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And he's just like, yeah, bro, I had this home ready. I was just like, nigga, you sick, but pass that motherfucker. Yeah, so he passed that jump to Omatic. Omatic passed it to me. I passed it to Brooke. Next thing I know is just me and Brooke smoking. <laughs> and so I'm like, what the fuck? Where's Omatic? So I look in the back right quick, and this nigga Omatic is laid across the back seat. And I'm just like, it's a long day. Oh, what the fuck? I was like, why is this nigga sleep? I was had a long day of dancing. Okay. Yeah, long you was night. dancing like shit at prom. Long night of dancing. I had to <laughs> mull over my loss for homecoming king, and uh, yeah, I needed the needed the rest. You needed the rest, <laughs> nigga. Napped his sorrows away. So I just remember being fried at the hotel. It's really awesome. Huh. Fried. It took us fried. And so I dust Sule ass in the Suzuki Bye. on 50. We, pray for Sule too, guys. Let's pray for Sule, guys. Yeah, pray for Sule. Pray for Sule. <laughs> Mind you, everyone we're saying pray for are not dead. We're just saying pray for these. Pray for them, man. They need pray some help. They need, they need some need guidance, man. They need, some, they need extra. More prayer than the normal person. Pray for Sule, guys. Pray yeah. for y'all, Red. <laughs> pray for us, man. But pray for Sule. Pray for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, pray for us. Nah, it's, not it's not joke, but it's just like, but, but pray for them too. Though, pray like, for us, but like, give give them more, a little extra. Put yeah, them so first. A little emphasis. <laughs> little emphasis. Speaking of prayer, never mind. I mean, go ahead, bro. Nah, what you about to say? Nah, I'm, I'm I was curious. Green leaf. Nah, I ain't going there. Green leaf. Ain't going there. Ain't going there. Yeah, it's not relax. Time. Not relax. Today. Not relax. Today. Relax. Not today. relax. Not today. Relax. Not today. Relax. Relax. And turn the mic on. You know what I'm so, we're drinking. We get to D.C. after I dust Sule. It takes us 25 minutes to find parking. Great 25. Like, nowhere near the hotel is there parking. Nowhere near this other hotel is there parking. So we find a random side street near a church. Huh. <laughs> Greenleaf. And 
and park. And so we're just like, all right, bet. Sule illegally parks beside a, a fire hydrant. Told him not to. Nothing happened to his vehicle. Disclaimer. But it's just, I just told him not to. Nothing happened. So it just like worked out good for him. We get to the hotel room. Well, we get to the hotel floor in the elevator. As soon as we get off the floor, we smell gas. And we're just like, me and Nomadic are like, what the fuck? Sule is also like, what the fuck? So we just walk, finally get to the hotel room. This nigga Charles answers the door with a bottle of some form of cheap white liquor. Cheesing as he does when he's drunk. Saying, what's up, niggas? Hey, you got my car keys? Y'all back? Finally took y'all long enough. And I was just like... Nigga, you dusted. So I'm just like, where can we smoke at? He was like, we can't smoke in here no more because if they say we smoke in here, we got we getting kicked out. And I was just like, oh, all right, y'all geniuses thank the room out before we even got here, so appreciate you. So we go outside, smoke, all that, blah, blah, blah. Some other people pull up. And then uh, it was just like, it was just a lot of bodies in that room like that I didn't know, that I didn't think or fathom would be there. Uh, some things happened underneath the uh, table. In our hotel room. Wow, forgot about that. Yeah. And then um the table. I was getting slimy in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> I was super fried and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Went to sleep, woke up with glitter on me, don't know how. Wow. Yeah, that shit was wild. Wow. Yeah. Also, throughout all of this, I did not have my uh, tuxedo bag to re- return my tuxedo that had vomit on it. Don't Also, don't know how I got vomit on my tuxedo. Didn't have to pay the extra either because the lady said I was graduating high school and I deserved all celebration. Wow. Yeah, shout out to her men's warehouse, Bowie Town Center. And so I was just like, hey, man, this is lit. So like I said earlier, man, I thought things were looking up. Things were looking up. Finally get out of high school, and it's just like, hey, man, what do we do now? Get accepted into one school. Also, I wanted to go to school to be a botanist. A lot of people didn't know that. I wanted to be a botanist, and then I realized how expensive that shit was, and I was just like, hey, I don't have the grades to get any type of scholarship for this because I fucked around in high school. Don't fuck around in high school, kids, if there's any kids listening to this. Take your education seriously, at least right there. And then uh, I was like, damn it, man. So niggas tried to go to PG, realized that shit was like Kenmore 2.0. Said, fuck this, not doing that. So entered the workforce in life after some misguided months in my life. Just smoking weed, fucking around, doing whatever. And then uh, father died also after I graduated high school. And that was very random and touchy for me because it was just like we were trying to like rebuild and rekindle for like a relationship. Like I reached out to him. We were emailing back and forth. I actually emailed him the night he died. He was driving to Virginia home, I guess you could say. And then... I was just like, uh, and it was wild because I was with the two guys I was with in this room 
the same day that I found out that my father died, we played basketball around Weishi. I was with P. P took me home, and he was just, I got a phone call, because P was just like, hey, you about to smoke? I was just like, no, I'm about to take a shower right quick, because we was about to go out and shit. And so P was just like, all right, man, I'm about to go home, take a shower, blah, blah, blah. So my mother calls me, and she's just like, hey, your father died. And I'm just like, I'm just standing there in the middle of my room like, what? She was just like, yeah, your father died. And like, she's crying and shit, and I'm just like stuck, because it's just like, you know, it's like a mix of emotions because it's I don't know how to feel about this because it's just like touchy because like me and my father had a very different relationship and it's just like so I'm just like alright and so she's just like I'm on my way to Richmond to view the body or whatever blah 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 so I'm just like cool I'm like so that we hang up then I'm just standing there and P's still there and he's just like what's wrong and I'm just like my father's dead he was like, what? Like, you know, I told him, I said it again, I repeated it, because it wasn't, didn't sound real to me either. Because me and him just had a conversation about that shit on the way home while we were sparking in the whip. And I was just like, yeah. And then he was just like, you all right? And I was just like, yeah, I'm about to just take a shower. And I was just like, I hit you when I'm done. He was just like, all right, cool. He was like, I'll be back anyway. Stam didn't hit him when I got out the shower, but the nigga pulled up. And so, got in the shower, and uh, just uh, took a shower. Really didn't hit me, still didn't hit me. That nigga was gone. And then, uh, time goes by. Um, found out I have a little sister. Shocker. Yeah, I have a little sister. Same age as my niece, randomly. Uh, imagine finding that out. But yeah, that shit was crazy. And then so yeah, dealing with all of this. And then so then moms and all her she finding out the news too. That shit was wild. And so it was just like, hey man, you know, what do we do from here? Type shit. And so but that day, like, that's why I fuck with the niggas I I, I stayed with. Cause that day, like they saw me. I feel like they knew, but they didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? They just was like, you good? That's all they said. And it was just like, I was like, yeah. And that's all they, you know what I'm saying? They left it at that. And then we let the night continue. We got fucked up that night too, randomly. I don't know. I forgot where we went. We went to some party. Me, P, and Charles, I feel like, got blasted. And then um, all that shit, funeral proceedings, all that wild shit. Mixing of families And um I'm not gonna get uh, into the whole Funeral thing but I feel like a certain side of my family Doesn't fuck with me cause I carried out the, fu- uh, the funeral But Hey It is what it is I don't fuck with how they carried out certain things either So That's a different that's not even an episode. That's a conversation for another time. But yeah. So we was just, after all of that shit, niggas um, deal with all of that. A couple months go by, me and moms get evicted again. 
That shit was crazy. I felt guilty at this point because I had like insurance money and I fake splurged. And it was just like, yeah, I wasn't being responsible. I was also a child. So just like a child thinking about adult things. It's just like, it's hard to fathom, but it's just like, you put it like you, I put guilt on me. And so like, after that happened, I shook hands with my good man, Katie, and said that would never happen again. And for the record, it hasn't. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just put that out there. And... Uh, shout out to Katie and his family as well. You know what I'm saying? Papa Dickerson, moms, Kanisa, RJ, and all of them. Because they took me in at that point. Me and mom separated again. And uh, they took me in for a few months. And then I kicked it to North Carolina. And this is when shit gets funky. Because I'm alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, not alone. Cause, but I'm living with my grandmother, niece, nephew, sister. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the first time being like like college but not having anything like classes to take up your day. You know what I'm saying? I'm in another territory and shit. Like I'm not from here. But I meet some cool niggas down there. Shout out to my nigga PG. You know what I'm saying? That was my good man. Used to get some gas from him. He let me hold a lot. Let me hold some gas when I wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? And it was randomly hard to get a job down there. Like that shit is real. Like, there's no workforce down there unless you go to college. So it's just like, and they have real EEO type shit, equal opportunity. So it's just like, it's so it's just like, they really have fill in their statistics. It's just like, oh yeah, like you don't fit this criteria, so you out of here. Um, didn't get a job strictly based on my race, and that's a fact. Um, I used to work, I worked at UPS while I was down there. I worked at Levi's while I was down there. Don't wear Levi's, guys. It's like, I'm pretty sure some, like, probably be like, yo, wear Levi's. But nah, nigga, like, they got nice jeans and shit. But, like, if you don't wear Levi's, like, like, it's real like some slave shit going on with them, like, within the state of North Carolina. So it's just like, yeah, stamp that. And, but, them, and that shit was wild. Then Didn't get to keep my job there based off race as well. Because me and the, uh, believe he was the either he was one of the managers I forget his title at the time but me and him got into a cursing match that was fun yeah I remember the calls bro yeah bro like yeah. I remember those calls that shit was wild so like, like, yeah, I Kirk on that yeah something like he cut my hours like that was the blow like cause I only work like two days a week and then I end up working one day a week I talked to the assistant manager she, she told me you need to talk to him cause he make the schedule so he ducks me. So I come in there one day when I'm not working, and he in there, catch him slipping. And I'm just like, hey, Slim, why you keep coming hours? He was just like, because you don't produce. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. So I'll go in the back, and I pull up, like, my sales from those days. And it's just like, bro, like, I'm top three sales. Like, the two of the days on one week. And I was only work two days. And then the week before, I was top sales the one day. So I'm just like, hey, Slim, like, fuck you mean like I be selling so I'm like to different races not even to just black people like foreigners white men like white women they put me in the women's section one day I'm selling women's jeans type shit and I was just like folding clothes and shit type shit so it was just like yeah man like you tripping shorty like we in the back and so he wanna start like and so I'm just like alright I'm gone so he followed me out get to the floor he wanna be unprofessional start perfect 
I'm like, hey, Slim, you need to chill the fuck out. I was like, first of all, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't going to get into actually what I said to him. But I was just like, yeah, Slim, like, you're not about to base me, shorty. Like, just have some respect. And so, yeah, get out the joint, call the niggas. I'm just like, hey, Slim, this nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, kirking on, like, kirking through text and, like, Luckily, all my niggas just like, bro, just hold your head type shit. But it's just like, this early on, too. Like, this ain't even, like, later within the jump. Because I was in North Carolina for, like, almost three years type shit. So it's just like, like, imagine being somewhere for three years and you only having a job for, like, eight months out of the three years that you did. Like, shit fucks with you, like, mentally. Because it's just like, you have nothing to do. There's nothing to do in Concord, North Carolina, because that's where I was. But it was just like... And then you just see a lot of, like, rule shit around you. Like, you just see people that's complacent. Like, people happy living on Section 8, niggas on welfare. And it's just like, nah, nigga, like, I'm frustrated. Like, I'm not used to this. Like, I'm used to, like, PG County. Like, everybody up here hustles. Like, niggas got multiple jobs or they doing something. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm not used to what niggas is doing down there. So it's just like, I couldn't, I wasn't comfortable. And I haven't been comfortable for a long time. Like, if I get, like, if I feel comfortable, I get anxious. So it's just, I got to do something. Like, I'm thinking about something, like, trying to do something. And, like, that's why I'm grateful for us having the business now. Because it's just like, oh, yeah, like, if I have a creative thought, I can actually express it to my partners. And they're just like, oh, all right, that's all right. You know what I'm saying? We could do something. So it's just like, but, yeah, like, being stuck down there and just battling, like, all that shit. And then, um... I had someone to talk to while I was down there, but it's just like that ended. And so it's just like, what the fuck? Like, then it's just like, really, you just you alone with your thoughts and all this other shit. And then uh, one day I'm just smoking. I was deep in my thoughts this day because it was just like I'm playing. I had five job interviews in five days. So Monday through five, Monday through Friday, I had a job interview. And I did not get either of them. Like, none of them. And they told me on the spot in my face I wasn't getting a job. And I was just like, kill. Like, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do I, where do I go from here? So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Call my mother. She, we talking, and I was just like telling her I feel like a failure and all this other shit. She's telling me, no, nah, you good. She was just like, it's just, it's just life type shit and I was just like nah mom this shit different she was just like you'll be alright and then she was at work so we had to get off the phone um I'm texting Charles and then he ends up calling me and then uh we talk have a conversation that I talked about previously on the episode with Kip how about how I'm fucked up and all that shit and how about, I was actually, like, really fucked up, though. Like, I wasn't eating, didn't want to get out, leave the house, like, sunlight, all that shit. Like, didn't turn the lights on, like, all that depression shit that people talk about. And it's just, I really just wasn't, like, regular. You know what I'm saying? That the mood that people know, like, I wasn't even smoking type shit. And so, uh, talked to Charles and Katie in one day, have a similar conversation with both of them. Both of them niggas like, nah, bro, you good. Like, and then Charles told me, he was just like, bro, you need to come home. Like, that's the first thing Charles said. He was just like, that's what's fucking you up. And then I was just like, maybe, bro. But like, I was chalking it, like even coming home. Like, I was just like, nah, like, I was just like, I'll just stay here and try to figure it out. Charles was just like, nah, bro, like, I don't know how, but we gonna get you home and then like we gonna figure shit out. And I was just like, say less. I was like, but I didn't even say that confidently. 
So I called KD. He said the same thing. And KD was like, he said he was going through similar things because he was trying, like, either school or acting and shit like that. And it was just like, you know what I'm saying? So KD's my nigga. So just like, shout out to him. Right hand for real. And so I tried to smoke on this this night. Go outside. Jay's rolled up. Nice Graham jump. You know I mean? And then uh, I'm smoking. I get three puffs in and then I just start bust out in tears and I just start crying randomly. Like I'm just sitting out that jungle ball and crying like a baby. And the only thing I'm thinking about is my dad. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just like kill. And so that that night, like I faced everything with my dad. Like all the pain he's caused, like me blaming him for the evictions that happened in my life. Like uh not being there when I needed him, when I was going through puberty, just figuring shit out on my own, you know what I'm saying? Just basically just growing up and just not having any guidance in, like, male-wise. Not saying my dad was a perfect man, because he wasn't, you know what I'm saying? He, he battled alcoholism and other things, you know what I'm saying? He was a flawed human, but at the end of the day, he gave me morals that I still practice today, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit, a lot of code that game that the OG gave me, you know what I'm saying, that I still practice today. And that's why I big him up low-key, because it's just like, he gave me my entrepreneurial spirit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And after that day, it was just like, kill. And then um, it was also the next day after I get done crying that my nephew approached me after he gets home from school and was just like, Uncle Mookie, you not right. And I was just like, fuck you mean? He was like, you not the same. He was like, you not... You don't play with us no more. Like, you don't go outside with us no more. Like, you don't talk with me no more. You don't play the PlayStation with me no more. Like, none of that. He was just like, you don't even take me to karate no more. Because that was just like me and him time. Like, when I used to take him to karate. Like, I used to take him to karate when I was in North Carolina. We bonded. And I used to, like, participate in the karate classes and shit. Like, as a parent or whatever. Because my sister wouldn't be there, so... I get down, learn some technique, fuck with him. Defense tactics and shit, so... He was just like, yeah, you ain't doing that. So I'm just like, kill. So I'm sitting back and I'm just like, kill. Like my nephew, like this nigga, like seven, eight at the time. I'm just like, if he peeping that, then like, I know like the like adults are peeping it. And then, so I'm just like, wow. So he asked me to take him to karate that day and I do. You know what I'm saying? I actually participate in a class and shit that day. It was just random because that's God working. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, it was therapeutic, low key. It was, it was all right. You know what I'm saying? It was a nice to like get out the house and like do something with my mask. Then I get home. My niece is just like, "Hey, Uncle Mookie, can you help me with my homework?" And my nephew asked me the same question, so it's like, "All right." And then I'm like, "What subject is it?" And they like, "It's history." And I'm like, "Oh, why?" Right. And so we learning history, and it's like March or whatever. And so uh, we learning, and they learning about, I think it's world history and they, some European bullshit that the Europeans put in our books, you know what I'm saying? You know that shit that they be trying to teach the kids, y'all hip. And so we, we getting them hip, and I'm teaching them and shit, and then, like, they was fucking with it. We finished their homework. It was, like, three little worksheets we finished. We knocked both of them, like, six pages out, three each, and, like, 
30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? And they was just like, oh, Moogie, that's tight. And they was learning out the book, too, type shit. They, they advanced down there in North Carolina. It's different. And so... I was just like, yeah, and it was just like, my nephew was just like, Uncle Mookie, you good at teaching people, like, to learn stuff. And I was just like, for real? He was like, yeah, he was like, you should be an English, you should be a history teacher. And I was just like, for real? He was like, yeah, he was like, you got a way with just, he was like, you know it. He was like, you always be telling me about stuff about North Carolina, so I don't know why not. He was like, you good? And I was just like, that's all right. And then me and my niece, like, had a connection because I always helped her with her homework. My nephew was fake scholar. Like, this nigga's different. Like, he in STEM programs and uh, all this other wild academic shit that he got going on. And so, yeah, he never needed my help much other than history, but he got the swing of that now. But my niece, like, feel like she just be fucking around so that she can... Because she missed that out of me. And I miss that too, though, because that's my baby. But yeah, so... They they got me on my little rut, and I was just like, that's all right. Like, and I thank them a lot, like, because it's just like, if it wasn't for them, Lord knows. <laughs> this nigga Almighty, son. I thought the game was on, son. My bad, AV. My bad, baby. You going to get it together, though. I got faith. Amen. But yeah, man, North Carolina was different. And so, like a few months after that, I want to say, I came home for, came home for Kenneth's birthday. Came home for Kenneth's birthday, surprised him. Shout out to Brittany. She paid for that and got me home, surprised my nigga. Yeah, bro. And then, so, surprised my good man. And then, we was in there lit, headed up. Then I went back to North Carolina. And then, the following May, I came home for Charles's birthday. Shout out to Caitlin. Because she looked out and got a nigga home. So, because a nigga was past broke. Yeah, they looked out. And got me out here to just... Tying with my good men because they miss me and I miss them. So it's just like that was love. And then I found out that May when I came home, my love was just like, yeah, like a couple months you might be able to come home. I was like, that's all right. So I come home and she was sweet. And I had a job waiting for me. You know what I'm saying? And someone would have stayed waiting for me. And that shit was all right. When I came back, I was with Tunji a lot, though. I was at UMD, slept on his couch for a little bit. We ain't even gonna talk about it. Let's talk about it. Nah. <laughs> nah. You're gonna leave them people alone. You're gonna leave them people alone, Slim. We ain't gonna get nobody involved. Nah, they're, they're nice people, though. I just want to talk about when I came back. Oh, here we go. And it was just us three at UMD, like, every day. That was a very good time. Shout <laughs> 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 out Get, get your man. I got to get my man. He's got to get his man. Uh, we weren't having a good time? No, we was having a good time. Right, right. Tuesdays. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're Monday right, you're nights, right. Tuesday nights. 
a Wednesday night. One twelve. My room, nigga. Room 112. Nigga, like, yeah, I clock out. 9.30. Where y'all finna be at? Yeah, we here. I say less. There's only two places we would be at. Cornerstone or the turf. It's like four places we would be at. But Definitely more than two. Yeah, it's we would be at them two places. You're bugging. <laughs> two, <laughs> two places. No, we was at them two places on Route 1. Center. Shout out to UMD. Shout out to the Sin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the set. Shout out to the set. Good times. Jesus. Roommate. Roommate. roommate you know what it is, bro. Shout shots for the roommate. Audi. Audi. Posted a picture. Never was the same after that. <laughs> well, back to the jump. Well, four whip driver. So. One twelve, son. We broke that apartment like three times. That was an amazing place. I was down bad in that apartment. <laughs> I think everybody I was up good at one point. Think, yeah. I think everybody was down bad and up good in that apartment. <laughs> like, Slam everybody. 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 everybody was down bad or up good. I in still that have jump. a picture yeah. where I'm on the floor of the bathroom. Just oh, the yeah, jump was I still locked. got that. I still got that. Tell the story. I don't know the stories. I don't know the night. I can't tell you the night. I don't either. I can't tell you the night. I just know it's a picture of me. I just remember we ended up at Tunji House somehow. Lit. Died in the bathroom. Yup. Nobody had to use the bathroom but the jumps, and nobody knew where Omatic was until the jumps had to use the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. That was wild, son. We thought you had either left or you were smoking. You know, I used to dip off in them days. Yeah. I used to roll out. Yeah. Yeah, he gone. Don't yeah. say nothing. Just gone. And so we, <laughs> and, yeah. we, and we chalked it. And we just like, oh, all right. Down the street, so. And then home. the jump was just like the bathroom <laughs> locked. And we was just like, oh. no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> you opened the jump. It's a great foot right there. Great ass. <laughs> Great, open the joint. great ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I need a, I need a, I need a quarter. <laughs> need a quarter. Shout out to UMD though. I yeah, shout out to Room One Twelve, bro. Courtyard. I go back there, don't even feel the same. It don't. Can't even go around there. There's no energy. Nah, nah. But yeah, man. Broke yeah, we broke it many of nights. Jesus. Many of nights. Yeah, I knew he had oh, I man. Don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Because we had the footage, and the footage is gone. There was footage of this night, bro. Shout out to Zeke. Shout out to Zeke. He let us he let us have parties in his apartment. Still my good man. There was footage. Half gallon of Bombay. Everybody got multiple shots. Shout yeah. out to me. I was just like, yo, I'm walking around. Yeah, and porn shit go. in your mouth. Straight in the mouth. Fuck you mean. What a New Year's. <laughs> wow. That was crazy. What a time. Shout out to Foley and Darren too. Here we go. Cause they pulled up and showed love. UMD was alright, man. Shout out to Tootie, man. UMD was alright, fool. Yeah, we just like went there. Had some nights. <laughs> Had some nights. Yeah, I need my honorary doctor in a minute. <laughs> I take an associate. 
I'll take it associates. No, I need the I need the honorary. I'll general. take it associates. <laughs> Good with the associates. That's all it was. And associate. <laughs> and associate. That's it. Hey, chill out. UMD. Good times. Whoo, boy. Hey, uh, it was one night. I'm not even going to get into all the details. But it was just me. Matter of fact, it was an event. I forgot whose listening party it was. Matter of fact, it was T.I.'s listening party. <laughs> Soon as you know this night, yeah. it was me, you, and Miles. I ain't gonna say the legs that was in there, but they was in there. And we went back to the hey, jump. When they had to break in the house to get in the jumps, huh? Right, what the fuck? Bar seven. Bar, bar, yeah, seven. I bar seven. You don't remember them breaking in to get in the jump? I don't remember that part. Son. I remember bar seven. Son. Because we got the great Instagram joint on Saturday night. Uh, the great Instagram joke. Oh, um, um, yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is, we was in the joke. I think niggas just had to break in. Just like, yeah, I just broke in to get in this joke. Niggas hearing glass break. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little half past lit at this point. That's when I said, say, all right. This UMD life is different. I definitely went back around that way. I was like, this is different. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, roommate. Jesus. But yeah, man, it's a... Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. My bad. It's my mother. I don't feel like moving. I'll call her back. Back. Sinners. <laughs> Chill out, sir. Sin juice is here. Settling in. You gotta relax. Three o'clock. It is 3.30, actually. Girlfriend's mad. Wow. Yeah, but... What else we got, Moot? We was at the roommate stage. We was at the roommate stage. A couple years ago. Still some more years ago, fool. So many years ago, bruh. And so, after after I was with my good man, Tone, you know what I'm saying? With me and Tim. I was in Glen. We go to Glen. Nah, yeah, we went to to the good old mate. Yeah. Move to Maple Mate Bridge. Yeah, Bridge. Pretty good old Maple yeah. Bridge. Yeah, hey, Tone was pulling up, Charlie. Nah, 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 he was down the street. Where? He was down the street. Before that, I think. Oh, yeah, after after Tone John was standing down the street. Down the street. Oh, yeah, he was around the corner. I was around the corner. That was even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that was even worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, son. This nigga told you just all right. Yeah, when I lived in College Park, that shit was different. Like I said, Nomad by Trade, baby. See, I forgot where I lived. At. I just remember going there. Yeah, time. I lived in College Park for a little to bit too. And from, bruh. Work. Same. If I wasn't with you, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember the roommate. That's what I'm saying, bro. I saw him twice. I saw his girl. Never. I seen all oh, I think I seen him once. I seen his girlfriend more than I saw him though. Never seen a nigga. It was very wild. She didn't give a fuck either. That's why I skipped over that, man. We went straight to mate. 
That shit was basically when I lived with Tunji. Because right. even when I lived there, it was just like this nigga Tunji. If he wasn't in class or at work, nigga, we was on Route 1 or... Yeah, we was just doing stuff. Not, not living right. Yeah, shout out Black. Yeah, shout out Black Migos, Simpson. You know what I'm saying? All the good men that lived in that apartment. You know what I'm saying? AJ. Niggas was getting it in crazy. Just smoking. First time I ever did a dab. Shit was wild. <laughs> Shit was wild. Shout out to UMD's basketball team that year, too, man. Those was good niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, bro. Fucking fool. Yeah, like, dude, we smoked with them. That's what I'm saying. That's fucking fool. <laughs> Shout out Nick Faust. Stand, Nick Faust. Uh, we ain't gonna name no more names. Yeah, facts. Uh, but yeah, man, it was a good time. Where's he at? Like, y'all babbing on him. He was out there. He's, he's somewhere where it's legal now. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so niggas was just doing us in UMD. Then I get to Maple Ridge. Good man, Eric Briggs is my neighbor. Sm- smoking crazy guys there. Uh, more wild shit happens. Then that's when Charles comes up with the idea. He tells me when I was in Maple Ridge that we're going to start a podcast. This is the early talking stages. And I'm just like, okay, Charles, I don't know. I guess. It sounds nice. I was like, I don't know what the fuck a podcast is, so I'm not really paying them too much attention at the time. So I was just like, hey, cool. And we let the conversation die down for a little bit, and then eventually he tells me, he was like, hey, Maddox said he'll do this shit. He just need to get the software. We just need to get the mics. I was just like, oh, you were serious about this podcast shit? He was just like, yeah, nigga, like, I ain't playing. Like, I'm trying to get this money. Like, you tripping. And so I'm just like, I bet. I was like, I'm going to look in the mics and shit. So I'm still bullshitting on looking in the mics and all this other shit. And then this nigga Chuck hits me and just like, hey, you trying, you got your mic. And I was just like, yeah, lying like shit. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'm waiting for it to come. I just ordered it off Amazon. You know what I'm saying? But I bought it the next day. I bought it the same day, actually. It came the next day. And I was just like, so yeah. I get a mic, this nigga Charles comes home the day of we're supposed to record and we gonna buy a microphone. And we drop we record our first episode like within that weekend. And it's just like beautiful. We have some mishaps. Nomadic was wowing. We have one microphone for a while, which is still here. Both microphones are still here. It's beautiful. Shout out to Sound Man, man. The progression is crazy. It's already, bro. Wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. You gotta relax. We all play. We're all one third of this, like the Migos, just in podcast form. You hear me? QC. So just like, yeah, man. Uh, Then that's when everything just came in to fold. Me and my mom moved to uh, Suitland. And that was beautiful, because ever since then, it's just like, yo, uh, ever since I came back from North Carolina, for real, niggas had a foundation, like, steadily building foundation, and um, 
now it's a foundation that's settled and we're building on top of the foundation and it's a beautiful feeling because to be able to have your family be the ones to pull you out of such dark places and mindsets it's feels good and now just like I appreciate everything like the little things because like I said like I've got evicted multiple times in my life um I appreciate everything man like that's why it's like I would I have no bad days bro like I wake up it's just like the fact that I'm an able-bodied human being is enough for me you know what I'm saying that's that's that might sound a little religious or godly but it's just like that shit real because sometimes it might be all you got you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I really appreciate waking up every morning, being like, breathing on my own and be able to walk, you know what I'm saying? And stretch and take a shower and eat, you know what I'm saying? Have the funds to do what I need to do and smoke the weed that I smoke and be able to fund my business and my my business fund itself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, and to have a business with my friends, like, we're alive, like, we weren't forced together. Like, it was a genuine connection, and it happened when the right time, because we tried, me and Charles tried this shit before, and <clears throat> I don't think he knows this, but I take guilt uh, for fucking it up the first time low-key, because I was going through what I was going through, personally. And he made an executive decision and was just like, bro, use the bread that we got to just do what you got to do. And I was just like, nah, he was like, yeah, but... Nigga real life helped me out And uh, I'm indebted to that nigga And that's why I, I do what I do for the business Like that nigga tell me He needs something done I'm doing it Straight up You know what I'm saying Shout out to the CEO Cause that's my nigga And then uh, Same with Omatic bro Like Cause when he was in He used to pull up to the Carlton In the motherfucking Volkswagen Golf And we was going through What we was going through Walking up 450 and shit With that jump You heard me He thought I forgot about that time I did not me, him, and M. Lee, you hear me? Volkswagen Golf, had it for Volkswagen three years. Volkswagen Golf, had it for three years, for three never days. drove it. Drove for, th- <laughs> for three days. Drove for three days. Uh, that shit you. was vicious. I left that joint outside of the joint. What's what's the name of your church, Tony? Evangel. Left that joint outside of Evangel. Son, I'm already shot, bro. Never like, see it again, bro. Son, that shit crazy. Fuck that joint. So... We here now, bro. You know what I'm saying? We here. And then um, my good man, P, when I moved to Sula, he nigga P blessed me with a job at where I work at now. And it's just like, that shit's some shit for real, but that shit's some shit for real, but it's some good money, though. I ain't going to lie to you, Sean. So I do what it do. And it profits what I need to get done. You know what I'm saying? It it supports what I need. So I ain't going to struggle with it. And it's just like, and uh, so you know what I'm saying I ain't gonna I don't take nothing for granted man you know what I'm saying everything a blessing to me dog like you hear me so I guess that's one thing you can take away from this long drawn out fake born story fake sad story it's just like you know what I'm saying appreciate your folks that support you look out for you you know what I'm saying love yourself you know what I'm saying know that you're enough cause you stand for all bro like you know what I'm saying my, my, you enough, you know what I'm saying? You enough to get through what you got through, and if you don't, I'm pretty sure you got the support system. You just don't know that you got it yet. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, tear a couple walls down, you know? And uh, shout out to my mother. You know what I'm saying? I'm in, I'm in this joint on this note. Shout out to my mother, bro, because if it wasn't for her, I honestly don't know where the fuck I'd be in life, because... 
she held me down even when I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Kept talking about wanting to go to school and all this shit, but she knew I didn't want to go to school. She knew I wanted to do something bigger than that. And then um, she supported me all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, because as long as I was working, she didn't really give a fuck. Like, you got money coming in. Like, if I need money from you to help out, then it's just like, nigga, you better have it type shit. And that's the type of life that we live. Because it's just like, I'm going to look out for Tish, bro. Like, if I ain't got it, I'm going to go get that motherfucker. And if she need it, I'm going to get it for her. You know what I'm saying? If I ain't got it, then I'm going to go get it type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I did. I t- shook hands with my good man, Kenneth, and it's just like certain shit is just like not going to happen no more in life. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, like we're not struggling and all that shit. And we prospering. You know what I'm saying? She's the strongest woman I know as well. Because it's just like, uh, last year was low-key rough, 2018. I lost two of my aunts, one to cancer, one to a stroke. And then my mother got breast cancer later in 2018. And it was just like, what the fuck? But when she came home and told me she was diagnosed, I didn't feel any type of way, like no negativity. She was just like, what's the play? And she was like shocked because I reacted that way. And I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna stop that crying shit because it's just like, we're going to beat this. Like, fuck all that. We ain't giving no power and no energy to that, that cancer shit. And so, like, I'd go to work and come home. She'd be knocked or whatever because she was still working. Like, while she was deciding what the fuck she was going to do with this cancer shit. Or, like, how she was going to proceed with it. And so I was just like, yeah. And so while she sleep, like I'd be up smoking a night night J, and I'd be reading a little uh, procedure book that she had, like different routes to take, like different procedures like she could go, and like the suggested ones, and like different uh, after after surgery courses and shifts, depending on the progression of cancer and shit. And, like, she didn't know any of this. So just, like, when we would talk about it, when she go to the doctor, like, i just, like, suggest certain things or, like, ask certain questions, like, before she went. And she might ask and come home. And it's just like, yeah. So just, like, I really felt really confident and comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? And she fought that motherfucker for real because she was still going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, throughout all of this, like, two different jobs, like, going to work like even though she wasn't physically battling with like chemo or none, none, none of that wild shit like just having that mental strain on you knowing that you had breast cancer is just like enough and like her allowing me to be like the like guy that like to like have her smile like she's still laughing and like being lively and doing what she was doing it's like that was a lot you know what I'm saying for her to let me be there for her when she let me when she was there for me, you know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Tish, Mo. You know shout out to Tish, man. Shout out to Tish, man. You, you know what I'm saying? Kick. So, that's that's my shoulder, you know what I'm saying? That's a job like my motivation. She why I do it. Got it tatted. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. that's what it is, man. Uh, shout out to everybody that listen, man. We should, we I fuck with y'all because y'all keep us going. Y'all support us. And that's really all I got to say, man. I appreciate y'all for listening to this joint right here. And I'm Mook, or Christopher, or whatever you want to call me, Mookus, Khufu, all that good shit. But yeah, man, I'm going to holler at y'all. Sound man, appreciate you for pulling up. No worries. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And I'm going to holler at y'all. Good luck. To my mom, dude. I know you proud of me, but I'm proud too. You the only woman now I give some vows to. I'm still your baby, even though I got a child too. I paid it off, ain't no mortgage or no rent due.
Yeah, she got a Range Rover and a Benz too. Okay. It's a hard job, but women raise men too. Ma, you never left my side, and I thank you. I see you struggling, I think it left a scar. I did some things when I was young that broke your heart. I'm the one that stole the cookies out the jar. I'm the one that went and stole the neighbor's car. Times got hard, started selling hard. Before I see you stressing, I'ma break the law. I was selling weed, I never mowed the line. Commit a burglary and take it to the pond. When I went to YDC, you was there. If I had a school hearing,